my best friends Some people say we have a problem But every night I make a new best friend That's the only problem is Keep in a good time I hope nobody has epilepsy Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> Trying to kill, our, kill an audience member or something like that. That'd, oh. be, that'd be great. Whoa. That'd be great. Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> hello, Love Wrestling. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It is what another is episode mean, of Between Two Beards. How we doing, Pluggo? We got a big one tonight. We got a big one tonight. We got a big guest. He's waiting in the back room. We're going to bring him on in a minute. Tell me Pluggo just, just froze and he's gone. All right. No, Pluggo, I no, swear I, was... I will murder you. Not tonight. Not welcome tonight of all nights. Welcome back vacation, bro. Yeah, welcome back to already bullshit. First second of the episode. What? I Flicking didn't do lights, anything. freezing. All I don't have control of the lights from all the way. I can't. That was the myth, Pluggo, mythical powers. Pluggo, I don't want to hear your excuses. There might have How been a doing? debut. I'm doing well. I'm doing super well. You're back from vacation. Last week, Damn you got right. off to a rough start, but we pulled through. Taryn from accounting had a beard on. She killed She it. did. She, she prepared. She was prepared. She, she knew the, she understood the assignment. Our guest for tonight didn't need to put a on one. a beard. Nope. He already has a grand beard. He does. We want to say hello to our friends in the chat. Bobby Munson, Pop Couture, and Turnbuckle Talk. But yes, we do Can have we a big guest. any I, more time? No, no. I would say... Uh, we have a grand guest. Son of evening. Irish in the house. Son What's of Irish good? in the house. Hello, my friend. Good to see you. But let's bring him on. We have the LPW good. grand champion, one Michael Richard Blaze, MRB, the savior. Oh, yes. He is here to join us on Between Two Beards. Hello, my friend. Thank you for being here. We are super excited. It's about here. time. I've been waiting backstage. For minutes upon minutes, I feel like going out for the main event. Like I just have to deal with a 50-50 draw or something. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I know. We got to build, build the anticipation. Building the contract. I get it. I get it. I do something stupid beginning of every show and piss off JPJ. But like <laughs> so JPJ said, we got him. That's right. The lights, I, paying the bill. At least they're back on. We're good to go. We got We're the grand, the LPW grand champion, Michael Richard Blaze. How yeah, the belt's belt right there. Look at that. It's cool a beautiful belt. belt. Yeah, it's a cool belt. Beauty. It's a beauty. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. Had a good. bit of a busy day on the real life front, but otherwise doing pretty good. All right. That's good to hear. I mean, you're yes. grand champion. I mean, what 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 else could you ask for? You of know? course. Interview, you're grand champion. Other interviews. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants stopping you on the street corners, you know, asking for your autograph. It's it ain't easy. It happens quite regularly. The people at Tim Hortons know my order every time I go oh, well, through because I'm the champion. Yeah, of course, and they, they should. It's they true. should. And there you go, so Pocketor saying not thing to do. Not just a good champion, not even a great champion, but a grand, grand. champion. Grand champion, bringing salvation to all of you, especially you two. Yeah, we did, did. Spencer, have you come on to? Try to save us? <laughs> Can you save us from from blowing the budget on good guests like you every week? He did say that he had to save. He needed saving and to fix the budget and everything because there could be some issues eventually if you guys keep blowing his budget. With that said, 
I still expect to get my. You know, oh, you will, hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen. <laughs> he'll yell at us. He'll he'll blame Plugo. It's always usually Plugo's fault. He'll blame Plugo. We'll be in the office first thing tomorrow morning, but Perfect. we cash our checks here between two beards. That's why people want to come back yes. and be on between two beards because they yes. get Alice will send. They the get what we promise. Yeah. You know? It was um, his fault. It was his fault when he started Love Wrestling. He hired us two clowns. And then he goes and he has he starts a killer kick-ass wrestling promotion, makes you the champion. True. So, you know, the money's flowing and he hands us these blank checks and he says, please be responsible. And he just he messed up. What do we what do you want? It's like a kind of candy store. It's true. So you're blaming Not, Spencer for trusting yeah. you. Yes, not me. 100%. He he one hundred percent still yeah, trusts 100%. me. There's video evidence that he still trusts me. It's <laughs> it. this guy over here that the is the pro he's fun. the problem child. This one over here. That's so, fair. You know, it is what it is. So all right. Yeah, we're super Paul. psyched to have you on, and I think we're gonna dive into some some questions here. But before we do, Taryn last week, Taryn from accounting, you're familiar. The other love wrestling champion. Yep. Mm -hmm. We've had both champions on. She gave a me wonderful member of the clandestine society. Correct. Yes. One of our one of our favorites, as long with you and Stephen Crow. So Thanks. we've had two of the three. Steve, if you're listening, we'll, we'll get you in. But she had some questions she wanted me to bring up to you. So I figured we get the sound. Yeah, well, yeah. Why don't we kick them off with Tanner? Yeah, why don't we? Yeah, that's a good way to. You're, yeah. you're here. The budget's already blown. She wanted me to ask you about wagon wheels. Oh my god! Is that like a <laughs> pasta or like an actual wagon wheel? No, it's like this weird pastry dessert thing for children oh, that's up here in like Canada. I'm sure you have them in the states too, and just like I gotta Google these. I'm I'm a, I'm a you're talking to an overweight gentleman. I should know what the, if it's a pastry. I should know what the hell that thing is. So I gotta. I theory. Is that once you hit adulthood, once you are 13 or older, you don't eat wagon wheels anymore. You don't, they're just, they're not good. They're for kids. Like, oh. oh so right. you're not a fan, or she's I hate a fan. Wagon wheels. Okay, she's a fan, eats them around you, and you're just like, get out of here with that? What are you, 12? I, she has never actually eaten one around me, but if I saw her with one, I would be extremely upset, and I would probably have to leave the room for a minute. Wow. I once did a show in Saskatchewan with Ryback. Really? Yes. Okay. And Ryback at the catering, we had like a little bit of catering at the show. It's not like, this is indie wrestling. It's not WWE catering or anything. <laughs> but yeah. the one thing that Ryback beelined it for was wagon wheels. All right. And now like, I like to think I'm in pretty decent shape and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm a tough guy, but there's Ryback and there's the rest of us. Yeah. Right, I didn't right. stop. I did not even think for a second before I looked him dead in the face and went, wagon wheels? You're eating wagon wheels? What is wrong with you, you disgusting man? And then I left the room. Yeah, well, left you know. the room or ran from the room? A brisk walk? Like, I, Was I, it a brisk I walk? Just, I just feel like... The I'm semantics of the right speed... Now. Don't really matter in this story. No, it's the fact it's that Wagon Wheels made hey, It's a detail that it doesn't it. matter. That, that detail That's doesn't change the story. You know, you. you go. Thank I you. got a hand. I stepped up to Ryback. I mean, a lot of people flame him on the internet, but I have to imagine in person they're not saying said. They're probably just letting that go. 
In fairness, I don't know if I would say I stepped up to him so much as my pure disdain for wagon wheels just came out <laughs> in full force. Sure. So we've sure. got we've got our producer in the background saying wagon wheels over in the states equals moon pies. So I know okay. exactly what okay. you're talking. I know about. it. Okay. Okay. Got it. got it. Yeah, those things are hot garbage. <laughs> Thank you. Hundred percent. I'm with you. Not a big and moon a, pie guy. No, not a big moon pie guy. Um, I like devil dogs. I don't know if you guys have devil dogs up in up in Canada. I have no clue what a, that is. All right. Yeah, I don't know what that devil is dogs either. Are delicious. Not... They're like they're like chocolate. It's like a chocolate sponge, and there's just a layer of cream in the middle. But they're like hot dog size. Oh kind of. shit! We do have those. I don't remember what they're called, but those are yeah. good. Yeah, I'll those, give, I, I'll those give I like a lot. Anyway, continue with Taryn's question. Nick. Welcome to welcome to Between Two Beards, the premier. Yeah, you can't talk about show. snacks we'll in front of me like that. I'm going to go off on a tangent awesome. talking about snacks. Awesome. I didn't just get this way overnight. This magnificent. Okay, well, I'm just going to follow up before I go see. back down her list. So, your anti moon pie. What is the go to snack cake for an MRB? Oh, yeah, how about this? Honestly, I'm a donut guy. Oh yes, yeah. we encounter. I was like, yeah, I'm a donut guy. Especially like lately. Me and my girlfriend will get like bougie donuts every yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll do like donuts where we have to put in like special delivery and all this nice. shit for them, and it's delicious. Yeah, we got some. Uh, I live in Massachusetts. We got some. Uh, some damn good donut shops around here that like make those. You know, you go there and there's like all different frostings and yep. toppings, and it's like, oh my god! And these things so are good. gigantic. That's incredible. We could talk donuts. We could we could talk but, food this whole time. But we're gonna, just gonna go straight down our we're gonna move to another food category. Taryn said to ask him about his love of chicken wings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken wings are like the best food in the entire world. It's fair. I've often said that I could live off chicken wings, just chicken wings, for the rest of my life, no problem. Okay. And I think, like, Flat it's also rough. the perfect food, even, like, nutritionally, when you think about it, because there's protein, there's healthy fats in it, mm -hmm. and if you only get, like, salt and pepper, there's no carbs, so, like, if you're cutting or you're trying to diet, that's good, yeah. and if you eat some carbs, just lather that shit in barbecue sauce, honey garlic. Oh. So we have yeah. Dustin asking, food. we have Dustin asking, thoughts on boneless chicken wings with a laughing, crying face? Those are chicken fingers to me. Those are the boneless yeah, chicken like, wing is a chicken finger. Just order chicken fingers. I'll eat a boneless chicken wing if it's all that's available. But like, you I ask for in. chicken wings, not chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. You know? Bone in <laughs> is the only way to go. Well, yeah. Plugo asked, uh, "Do you are you do you prefer drum or flats? Which one do you prefer? Yeah, are you, I'm, a I'm a drum guy. I'm a drum guy. I'm a, yeah, I'm a drum guy too. too. That, that is same for me. So so basically, also, what I've heard today is if you want to look like MRB donuts and chicken wings that's that's the diet i wouldn't go that far <laughs> if you want to look like me and plugo if you want to look like me and plugo donuts and chicken wings that's the diet me and plugo donuts and chicken wings. sure sure if you want to look like mrb it's probably chicken wings and a lot of the gym i would one I would other assume. thing though is with the chicken wings you have to eat all the meat and that includes yes. like on the drum like i will Bite off that yes. top part that's like cartilage mm -hmm. and everything. Oh. I do not want to see any meat at I all. I have seen people more Go offensive ahead, than the one bite and then they toss it. Um, I have seen people literally just people. like oh. take the one bite and they'll put the wing down on the table. And I'm like, that is, there is five more bites in that chicken wing right 
There, yeah, you, that's, that, that's that you, you didn't even touch it. Like, that's a waste of money. That's what that is. But anyway, there are more, how many, there are more questions from this town? This isn't really a question. It's more if she just put it in the notes that just wanted to, you can't swim. Is that true? Or is she just being funny? Uh-oh. Uh -oh. May or may not be accurate that I can't swim. Oh, the last sure. time we were out in Vancouver for WrestleCore, we may or may not have gone to a beach, and I may or may not have almost died multiple times oh, no. when I tried to paddleboard with my brother. Oh, so she's just making jokes. She's being mean. Terrence, she's being mean is what mean. that sounds no, like. I thought she was... Unfortunately, Terrence, being completely honest, I can't swim. Okay. Sad. It's painful. Oh. Um, Why would she bring that up? What a what a I don't wow. know. I don't know. I'm just going. She said she he'll know just ask her these questions or bring up these things and it'll be fun. Wow, and then we'll we'll end it on this. She said your favorite movie is Donnie Darko. I've never seen that. You never seen that well, Pluggo, you never saw Star Wars for crying out loud. Uh you never seen Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko for is real? a great movie. It's like a oh, real, it's one of those like mind-blowing type yeah. movies. This is very good. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic movie. And, and, and thus wraps up the list of things Taryn told me to do about. <laughs> Shout yeah, amazing. We will do. We're not going to take Taryn from accounting's love wrestling tie. We're not going to do that. No. We love Taryn no. from accounting. The we clandestine society holds all the gold. And as soon as Love Pro Wrestling gets tag titles, they're going to freebird those things. It's true. Right? That's the plan. Do That's the double plan. Double champs. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, cool. Well, that was a nice little en entry to uh, things, talking about some snacks and chicken wings and things like that. Um, I did have a question for you. I know, right? Jeez. Can't talk about food in front of certain, you know. Oh, I'm hungry too. Don't worry. Yeah. I know the um, usually what I ask when we, when we get wrestlers on here is like, you know, being a wrestling fan my whole life, but never physically, obviously, learning or wrestling. Um, what moment early on maybe in your childhood or whenever what was the moment that made you fall in love with pro wrestling um as a fan first or maybe it was all the same where you were like this is what i want to do as you were immediately falling in love but what's the one the first thing you can remember that made you be like oh what is this like i think i'm in love with this thing here i always like tell people this that it's weird because that moment is also the very first memory I have of my life in general. Mm. I just remember like I was three years old and I was sitting down on the couch. My mom was out playing bingo because she had like gone home from work earlier and whatever. That was her thing that she would do on Mondays. And so then my dad was watching me and he fell asleep. So I was just sitting with him, flicking through channels on the TV. Yeah. And all of a sudden I stumbled across Monday Night Raw and there's Bret Hart making his entrance. Oh. And I'm a kid from Calgary. Yeah, I was going to say. And I yeah. hear WWF world champion Brett the Hitman Hart from Calgary, Alberta. And I see this like larger than life guy, all the lights and everything. And it was just as soon as I saw that, I was hooked. I mm. couldn't. Allegedly, I don't remember this part of it, but allegedly the next day I told my mom I was going to be a pro wrestler. Nice. So I was like in love with it and hooked from the very beginning. They got me fast. They yeah. got me fast. <laughs> that's yeah, that's well, how I, mean, I was Brett yeah, Hart no, do go that to you. I was well, gonna yeah. say like you you've you, the first thing you saw is one of the greatest to ever do it and arguably probably above the 49th parallel, the greatest to do it. So 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, and no I think better the fact... way to start. Oh, look at that. We got oh, hey, a friend. Hey, oh, TFA and Stephen Crow finally figured out how to log into chat. Well, we are happy that you guys are here. Um, yeah, I was going to say, especially like you said, like you're from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. You're a little kid. You see this larger than life figure and, you know, the pink and the black. He just looked always yeah. like the best. And then you hear from Calgary, Alberta. And you must have been like, holy shit, this guy's from where I live. Yep. Oh, it was just like almost like perfect symmetry. You know what yeah, I mean? To it, like, was like, it was weird because as soon as I found that out and then like as I get a little bit older, mm-hmm. I come to find out that like my grandpa was a huge wrestling fan and went to Stampede awesome. Wrestling all the time. My mom went to Stampede Wrestling when she was a teenager. Like they were obsessed with wrestling just like I was. So it actually became just like a family bonding thing out of that too. That's incredible. And then, you know, you fast forward a little bit and you were trained by TJ Wilson, who is a member of the prestigious Hart family, trained in the dungeon, all this stuff. And I can imagine, I don't know, I'm, I don't want to assume, so I'll ask you, but like once you fell in love with this as a, as a youngster and you were a fan, I was the type of person back when video stores were a thing, my parents would you know, on a Friday night, they would go and rent the movie that they were going to watch for the weekend. And they would let me rent a video game and they would let me rent an old wrestling tape because they would have the old VHS WWF. And I watched it all 88, 89, 90, 90, all this stuff to watch as much wrestling as I could. Were you similar like that? Like, did you just become enthralled with it and try to watch as much older, whatever stuff that you could? I think from the time I was like, probably about six years old up until I was like, 12 or 13 i didn't really watch anything outside of wrestling and pokemon and power rangers i love it was pretty much like those were my three obsessions Mm. and wrestling was definitely at the top of the list i remember this is the weirdest grouping of tapes of all time (laughs) but i had a 1994 royal rumble tape hey this weird best of rick martell is the awa world champion tape and a Starcade 1988 tape that I got from Blockbuster, all three of them, and I just never returned them. And I remember completely wrecking the tapes over the years because I've watched them over and over, over and over, and yeah. over again. Your parents were probably like, these tapes are now $200 a piece. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I think that's why that. we never returned them. Yeah. Because like the late fees just got so racked up. And like honestly, if we probably did keep them, they probably would have been worth like quite a lot of money now. But oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I wrecked them. And then like another I'm, cool I'm thing. I'm so old. I remember the two dollars if you don't rewind fee. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then like another cool thing that I got lucky about was like, like I said, my grandpa was really big into wrestling. Mm-hmm. So then around like eight years old, we used to go. Me and my brother, Stephen Crow. Oh. We used to go to my grandparents' house after school so they could watch us before my mom was off work. Well, it turns out, like, my grandpa had hundreds of Stampede wrestling tapes and, like, old NWA tapes and stuff because he just recorded everything on VHS back in the day. So then, like, that played up for me, too. Like, I had a ton of wrestling. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, You accidentally tape over something. Yeah, I had... Oh, the old school, way, the old school way to do it. I 
that like we talk about it now like it's just everything is readily available and i talk about like this is like the perfect era for professional wrestling because anything you want you just type it in google and it's right there back in the day man wrestling fans you had to really work to get some of that you know obscure stuff man so i respect that yeah i mean it is like me and my one friend grizz going in like and at the time I was 16, I think, at the time, but I didn't have a job outside of wrestling, so it wasn't like I had a lot of money. So, like, I remember saving up a bunch of money so me and Grizz could go in together and pay, like, $300 to get this... I think it was a 72-disc Kurt Angle compilation that had all of his stuff, and then it came with a couple, like, um, all-Japan compilation tapes, too. Which was like nice to have. Like that was when I first saw like Kawada and Misawa and all those classic yeah. matches. Yeah. But I just oh. remember like how much of a rigmarole it was to get the money together and like get mm-hmm. it shipped and this guy's making us DVDs and just woof. Yeah, you you look at it now, right? Where like like Plugo said, you literally we can just open our phone and be like oh. MRB versus yeah. whoever and it it's somewhere. You'll you'll see it somewhere. You know what <laughs> I mean? And it's it. just like I crazy. literally watched, I literally went on YouTube and typed in Misawa versus Kawada 1994 the other day and watched that match when yeah. that was one of the ones that took like two months to come in a DVD to yeah. be before. It's just, it's, it just wild. Wild. it's just wild how technology and just how you can find anything now. And it's just, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Somebody, Them kids these days don't know how. Yeah, I know. Huh? Jeez. What the hell? Um, but. Obviously, I'm assuming growing up as a huge Bret Hart, Hart family, Stampede Wrestling fan, what was that like when you start to start training and you're you're starting to get into the business to have somebody like TJ Wilson, who is so connected with this family that is, they're a bunch, they're heroes in Canada. And, you know, like, uh, what was it like to train with someone like that? I can imagine the knowledge and just how much you learned from someone like TJ Wilson. So like the way I always put it when I do these things, or like if anybody ever asked me about it is straight up, like it's not just wrestling. I'm not like the person that I am today. If it wasn't for TJ, Hmm. because just like TJ took me under his wing straight up and mentored me in everything. And I was a very, very self-conscious, low self-esteem kid when I first started wrestling and TJ brought like this confidence out of me that I honestly didn't know was there. And he instilled all of this, like, Hey, as long as you have the drive to do this, as long as you have the passion to do this, I did it. Like TJ did it. Mm -hmm. He would say like, Brett did it. Owen did it. It wasn't easy for any of them either, but as long as you have like this passion and drive, you can do it. And he would just have me do stuff over and over again and encourage me to do it until eventually I was like, this guy really believes in me. And like, as long as this guy really believes in me, like I can believe in myself Mm. and then just, yeah. Like all the knowledge he has too. I've learned things from TJ that like, I don't think anybody else would ever know or think of just because he thought of it. Yeah. Like even I'm convinced I had this conversation with him a little while ago, truthfully, And, like, somebody could get mad at me and say that this is, like, bullshit all they want. But I honestly believe, I think he may have been one of the first guys to invent the proper way to bump that gets taught in schools nowadays. 
Because oh, like, really interesting. Yeah, because like, so without going into too many details and giving away too many secrets, you're taught to snap back and hit a certain way and everything nowadays. But if you watch a lot of wrestling from before, like the early two thousands, not everybody does it exactly that way. A lot of the old guys don't do it exactly that way, and that's fine. It was just mm-hmm. different back then. But I swear, like, TJ and that Stampede Wrestling crew and everything were the ones that, like, first really, really started to show that way. Yeah. And then, like, you guys would have heard about it, too. Like, the Stampede Wrestling style has traveled the entire world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I honestly believe well that that Stampede style is kind of what, like, created that. Yeah. So then and I got that fountain of knowledge and imagine what it's like for everything else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, where I was training, too, was BJ's gym. So if you don't know about BJ's gym, all I have to tell you is there's that picture of Brett's on one side, Owen's on the other side, and Stu Hart's sitting on a bench, mm. and he's just doing a lat spread, and there's this clock mm. above them that says time to lift. That's BJ's gym. Nice. Yeah. I so know a like, lot I of a... I know a lot of independent wrestlers that say it's not the first day anybody could show up on the first day of the training it's the second day that makes you that you know you come back for the second day and i have to imagine you know a Stu hart led training session that second day if you show him back up because i have a feeling he's trying to weed out the week and i just i've never taken a bump i've never done it i always have mad respect for wrestlers i think they're insanely good athletes but whoo I don't know if I could make yeah, it. Yeah, after, <laughs> after that first day and the second day and the third day and the fourth day and the 30th day, your neck's pretty sore after all those bumps. I can imagine. I can imagine. Like, do, do you just lose count after day one? You're just like, all right. <laughs> Honestly, like, eventually, yeah. Because I remember, I think my first day, I want to say my first day, I took probably 50 or 60 back bumps. They don't ease you into it, huh? They're just like, let's go. This is what you want to do? Well, especially because at the time, like when I first, first started at BJ's, the initial like two to three months, I was the only one that was showing up consistently every day. Mm. So like that was about like all I could do. So I got really, really good at bumping and really, really good at rope running. And then, like, I had Alex Plexus came along. I don't know if you ever heard of him. And then my old tag partner who hopefully will come back at some point to love wrestling, Brandon Van Danielson, he came along, and we just, like, blossomed from there because then you had three guys that were just obsessed with it. Awesome. Um, It has to help with pushing each other. and Exactly, yeah. Like, you all have a common goal of sorts, (laughs) I would assume, and you're, you know, you're working, you know, you're individually doing what you have to do, but you're kind of working together to get to where you guys want to go. You know what I mean? I always say, like, Wrestling is this weird thing because on one hand, it's a very individual thing Mm -hmm. and you hear all the stuff about like, Oh, you have to be kind of like an asshole to like make it like you have to be a little bit selfish. But then at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how true that actually is because I've gotten so much better just by having like friends and Mm -hmm. other wrestlers that want to support me and like vice versa, me being able to support them because I learn a lot just by like helping others. Yeah. And I think they learn a lot by helping me and it's so much easier. And like, it's just more fun. Yeah. If you're 
if you got like a support system and like this group of people that are always trying to help each other and like pay it forward to the next generation and everything like that. Like I posted this tweet yesterday about TJ and Natty and how like they have no reason at all to work as hard as they do or to pay forward as much as they do, Mm -hmm. but they do because it's just the way they are and they support so many people and then people support them in turn. And that's like, that's another one of those things I think I got from them, like especially from TJ, is I'd rather pay it forward and have a group pushing each other and driving each other than just be like an individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you which know, I think speaking it's a, which is like, oh, you want to no, go? We no, I was just gonna say, like speaking. Yeah, I know, right? I was gonna say speaking just from a fan perspective, like I'm I'm just a fan. I, I'm not inside the business or anything like that, but I do feel like there is a culture shift when it comes to that amongst like you see on Twitter. Now you'll still, you'll, you'll see people in WWE when somebody, one of their friends in AEW does some cool shit on dynamite. You'll see those WWE wrestlers on social media. Like when Claudio won the ring of honor championship, you saw those people that he made friends with and that those bonds that he built that are still working for a completely different company on Twitter being like, hell yeah. Like congrats, like much deserved and stuff like, and I think that's probably, you know, and that's a different culture now that I think, you know, obviously social media has changed the game. There wasn't social media when the attitude era was going on or things like that. But the stories you hear, it was very like, Hey, nobody's taking my spot. Like, this is my, me, me, me. Like you, you heard those stories. Right. And now I just feel like you see a lot more of wrestlers, like, encouraging and cheering on and like loving what other wrestlers are doing admiring to a to a a degree and i think that that's something in the wrestling world that is changing from a talent perspective like yes obviously you you want to be on top of the card that's the goal right you want to be the grand champion you want to be that person but like you don't necessarily have to do that at the detriment of other people you can just work your ass off and hopefully get there right and i think I think wrestlers now are a lot more, at least, you know, social media, like I said, has changed it. But I feel like the culture is good where people are actually rooting each other on instead of trying to do something shady to get their spot, per se. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think, like, I think the fact that, like, WWE was the only thing in town for so, so long, Mm -hmm. kind of what, like, changed the culture a little bit. Because I think people started realizing, like, oh, like if we're on this lower level, like not say that because like some of the shows are so great. Like the stuff we're doing with love wrestling. Oh my God. It's incredible. And we're going to talk about it. Yeah. I like, I, I'm aware. I'm completely aware. I'm biased when I say this, but I do think a lot of those matches you could put up against any other matches in the world Mm -hmm. and you'd be like, yeah, this could main event a show. Mm -hmm. And even the production value for what is technically a smaller independent wrestling company it's got great production value, great video. Like, I think I say that weekly, and I'm not yeah. just the boss's horn. Like, I watch a lot of independent wrestling, and even some of the quote unquote bigger ones have some rough production, which I think is a perfect yeah. segue. We're talking love wrestling, and I was going to say, you know, the whole you know community aspect of it. Spencer has really made an effort to like make love wrestling feel almost like a family atmosphere and an environment, and I'm sure not. Everything is always, you know, you know, hugs and handshakes. And there might be some disagreements, but everybody we've had on this show and others has just 
raved about the backstage there and how it's a th- everybody's trying to make everybody better. Everybody's pushing each other. And like, so getting involved in that, it's a new smaller indie. You've been around for a long time. You've done a lot of things. You've seen a lot of places. What was it about love wrestling specifically that like stood out to you and you go, you know what, this is where I want to be for a long time. Honestly, like it's pretty much everything you just said is I know a lot of the people that are there and I've known Spencer for a really, a really long time. Spencer will tell some people like I was one of the first people to like kind of have his back around here. And like, I think I was his first interview even. And it's just because like, so this comes back to a TJ thing okay? and like building people up and paying it forward. I remember Spencer asking me to do his interview at one point and I think a few people had even turned him down and I was all like, why? Like, even if it only gets five views or whatever, like if it helps this guy out or like, if yeah. it's cool to do, like, he's a nice guy, like, why not just do it? And like, maybe I help him out. Maybe I don't, but I just have a fun conversation with this dude. And then we had a good conversation and then he started to like interview some of my friends and then so on and so forth. And just that culture has always been there. Even before Love Pro Wrestling was a thing, mm-hmm. that culture of like, it's funny because I use this term for like the clandestine society. And I think it's a very generic thing that people say, but I honestly think like the culture of it being a family mm-hmm. has like always been around there. And I knew that that was going to happen with Love Wrestling. I knew that that's how it was going to be. And at the point of where I am, especially around here and the way some people look at me or whatever, I feel like it's also a trickle down effect. And so if me and a few others can be like up here showing that kind of like attitude, Mm -hmm. I guess is the best way to put it, that kind of culture. And then Spencer's like up here as the boss showing that kind of attitude and culture. That's just going to trickle down and everybody's going to be like that. And I'd rather be part of like, I'd rather be part of, like I was saying, I'd rather be part of a family that's supporting each other mm-hmm. than be part of like a cutthroat, oh, we got to get this done now type thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, yeah. And I think. Um, Which is, uh, if, I, if I may, I may take. No, you go. Yeah, no, no, you go. Because I was going to say, to your point, like the smaller anything, and you, you know, Spencer, like when he started Love Pro Wrestling, he was like, I got MRE. Like, and we're not, I'm not blowing smoke. I'll pull the curtain back a little bit. He was so excited about it. I remember we, we've always been on board with Love Pro Wrestling and we said we want to do the Love Pro Wrestling one preview show. And he, like, immediately when he got your, uh, um, your promo that you did to get for the Randy Myers match, he sent it over to us and I was blown away. And he's like, guys, this is like, this is going to be huge. That's what I mean. It worked for us. Small guy. We didn't know any of these people up here. We're, every mm-hmm. week we seem to have a new love pro wrestling person on. We're getting to know new people growing as a family, growing this thing bigger. And like, oh, yeah. like you said, it's like Spencer is nothing but cool to us. He's cool to you guys. And it's opened our eyes to an entire new subset of wrestlers. And I know for a fact, like we've been wanting to have you on forever. Cause I was like, that guy cuts, and I'm not just blowing smoke. Cause you're our guest cuts. One of the best promos I've ever seen. You're one of the you're few people that can like you make me believe that like this is this is real like this is real deal. Everything you're saying comes up. Where does that kind of come from? Where does that inspiration for like where do you go as like a guy that's really good at promos to like study promo work? 
Um, so for me, honestly, this is a weird one, but a lot of it was watching Arn Anderson of all people. Really? There you go. Yeah, oh. and I think like a lot of people have started to like appreciate Arn a little more yeah. over the years. But I've never been I've never been like a Ric Flair like screaming, like wheeling, dealing, like or Hulk Hogan type promo yeah. guy. And that's never like spoken to me either. But like your Arn Andersons or also like your Bret Hart's is like another big one. Like more of the Yeah, the more like calm, real calm. emotion. Yeah, like Jake the Snake. Were you a Jake the Snake? Yeah, Jake's a great yeah. one too. Yeah. That like real emotion that you feel, and like every so often, you can have fun and like real emotion of just having fun will come out, and you will get like kind of that like Ric Flair Hulk Hogan attitude. Yeah. Bret Hart's El Dandy promo is a great example. Yeah. Of that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'll go into like once I started watching all that stuff and really studying it, I started to think like, mm, how can I find ways to do this myself? So now I'll go into places in my head. Mm -hmm. my heart where it's situations that have actually really affected me in my life and then i'll be thinking of those while i'm just saying these words and it yeah. seems to work i guess especially if it worked for you so i appreciate yeah, that no. i yeah, was no, when, i when was Spence, like, i was like yeah so this was this now. was the first yeah you and randy myers this was the first show and we were definitely going to promote it on our show and spencer sent it over and i remember I had a similar reaction to Pluggo because, you know, us being down in the States, sadly, we don't hear a lot about Canadian independent wrestling. We just don't. We just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like like Pluggo said, Spencer was like, yo, the main event's going to be awesome. Like we got MRB. We got Randy Meyer. It's going to be incredible. And I remember watching that promo and I was like, how the hell have I not heard of this guy? You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's, again, I'm, I'm with Pluggo. Like I'm not just blowing smoke cause you're here, but like, I remember seeing that and just the, the realness and just the care that you put into that promo and that character and the way you were eloquent, eloquent, I'm sorry, but you spoke softly and like you slowly, but it was like pure emotion. And I remember being like, dude, if this guy's cutting promos like that, how the hell have I not heard about him? You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, so fast and forward. Usually now, when we're, Spencer's you know, it's super just, excited about something, yeah, he's usually on the yeah. money about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it was uh I agree with Plugo. It was like one of those things where it was like, whoa, like I gotta pay attention to this dude. Like I gotta, I wanna know more about this guy. And like being someone who, like I said, we don't get you know, there's nowhere for me to go watch independent Canadian wrestling because there's, there's, you know, there's not enough places for me now that's getting better with social media and things like that. But there's not even enough places for me to go watch a good a good amount of United States independent pro wrestling. So, that's you true. know what I mean? Like, so, so it's been cool. Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. About what you just said is like that actually kind of ties back to the question of like what made me want to be part of Love Wrestling too, mm. which also ties into my whole family thing. Another thing Spencer's been like really good at and that I've always believed could happen here, but like needed somebody like him to like really take the ball and run with it on that is to your point, Canada and especially like Western Canada has always been kind of a black hole for wrestling mm. because this stuff has been happening for so long, but it didn't really get seen until recently because Spencer has been really pumping in with like love pro wrestling 
Mm-hmm. And then like there's other companies too, like out in BC, we've got WrestleCore and like Nation Extreme Wrestling. I'm sure you've seen them because Spencer yes. retweets their stuff too, mm-hmm. which all goes back to like the one promoter for WrestleCore actually, Cobra Kai. He has a great saying that's like he doesn't want a bigger piece of the pie. He wants a bigger pie because yeah. then yeah. his piece is bigger, bigger for everybody, which is like goes to my point too about the family thing is like you guys wouldn't know about us if spencer didn't create a family with you guys too right you guys are like just as much a part of all this as like all of us are right i mean and then what you said early on about how you know you were paying it forward and like even if it's five views it still helped like that's how we feel we're like spencer anytime yeah with, if we can get if we can get a couple more people to invest in an MRB or a Taryn from accounting, whatever we can do on Thursday nights with our piece of the pie, we're so excited to do it because like I said, and we're not again, we're, I'm not to say I watch a lot of independent wrestling and LPW is second to none. I last week Hab Guy was very eloquent in saying it's not just the super Canadian independent wrestling, it's it's a great indie wrestling. Like, because yep. that was our thing here was like we always said, you know, the independent the Canadian down here, it feels like Canada's always slept on a little bit. And we talk about that almost every week, mm-hmm. but there's so much good up there. And I'm glad that we have an opportunity to kind of help spread some light. And Spencer's given us this vehicle and giving you guys that vehicle to just shine. And you guys are Hell killing yeah. it. Oh, my yeah. Goodness. And it's, you know, you, to think that, you know, we're coming on events, only event seven. Only yeah. event seven. It's LPW seven that it's is coming up at the end of the month. So it's still in its infancy. You know what I mean? And we've, you know, we got the mention in PWI magazine. It's becoming a top, not just Canadian and obviously a top Canadian independent promotion, but like Plugo said, it's on its way to becoming a top independent promotion. And it's still just so early on. It's just, it's, it's, it's truly amazing to see all the stuff and like just the positivity, not only from the people that have something to do with it, whether it's the talent, the office, even Plugo and I promoting it on the shows here, but like, the wrestling world, the positivity, absolutely. Every show, I'm like, every show, more and more excited because Spencer 100%. likes to just give us little bits and pieces here. He doesn't ever give us the full thing, he'll just yeah. go check this out. And you're like, yeah, damn, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, watch this. Like, shit, that's awesome, too. I know <laughs> yeah, we don't have you for a, I know we don't have you for a ton more. I know you got things to do. We don't want to keep you all night. So, we do want to talk a little LPW7. Yes, we do. And the clandestine family had a good LPW six, but then the end of it got, yeah, some people are coming. How's that target feeling right now on your guys' back? Thing is, is like, there's always been a target on our back. Like people always want, people always want what they can't have. And when you're as good as we are, and when you're as close knit as we are, and when you're pushing like we are, everybody wants to have a little piece of that. But the thing is, is you can't stop family. You know what I mean? Like you can't, oh, yeah. stop. we're a locomotive and you're just not going to stop us. Yeah. So I, I... sure. It's a little, oh, oh no. Oh, the video. Sorry, we can still hear you. We can Loca, still hear you. Locomotion. We're using that one, JPJ. Locomotion. I know, right? <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh. He's back. Maybe, He's going to be back. I'd say maybe we'll get him back. No, um, we'll get him back. I think he probably got a phone call or something like that. That's that usually was, happens that's, when we've had that's people MRB, on the phone. That was MRB, your love pro wrestling champion. That was MRB. That was a, I think he'll be back. There he there is. He is. There He's he back. Is. We're good. We're good. 
We okay. paid the bill this month. I don't know. I know. I think, was that Spencer saying the budget, the budget, get in 45 minutes. Come on, guys. You're killing me. Uh, yeah, we're like a locomotive. You can't stop us. Yeah, and I was just going to say, you know, the challengers that Pluggo is speaking of, as we saw at the end of LPW6, we had State of Emergency. You had mentioned Nation Extreme Wrestling. They are their tag team champions yep. there. Um, they made their debut. Uh, with a little vignette, and they called you and uh, Stephen Crow, the clandestine society. Sorry, he's not going to put it. I think that was is that Taryn that's saying? Yeah. I know they're together. I, I think that was a, I think that was a Taryn comment. Alex, you're fine. Don't even think about coming on here. Yeah, you come on the screen. Uh, MRB put you in your place. <laughs> no, but state of emergency. They came out. They called you guys out, the clandestine society. They said, "Hey, oh, there's my cat. Don't mind him. Don't mind him. He's the king of the nice show." Time. Um, tell us what about the history a little bit between, uh, state of emergency and you and, um, how are you feeling about this challenge when you get to LPW seven? How are you feeling about this matchup against state of emergency? Oh God, where'd he go? Am I gone again? Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. We're good. Okay. So what happened? Then? the funny part about it is. I don't really understand why they're so angry or why they want to come after us because I'm actually a huge fan of State of Emergency. I've been singing their praises for months now. When I first went out to BC for WrestleCore back in March, I wrestled Miles DeVille in my first match there. Mm. And maybe he's a little like upset. Maybe he's a little hurt deep down inside that I beat his ass when I did that. Maybe he's not willing to accept that salvation was my book. Salvation mm -hmm. could be there for him just yet. So now he has to bring his big bad buddy Wolf and try to do whatever, try to get his revenge. I don't know. But the thing is, is I actually think State of Emergency are awesome. Mm -hmm. They're one of the most intense teams I've ever seen. And they've got some ridiculously cool tag moves, and they're just a well-oiled machine. And history-wise, I don't know what they have to be angry about, but I honestly think it's going to be one of the best tag matches that wrestling in general might see in all of 2022. Yeah. Um... That's what I'm hoping for, and that's what I'm aiming for. And me and Steven are going to win. Because as good as they are, you can't beat family. And not only are we family in the clandestine society, we're legitimately brothers. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, our friend Dustin in the chat says it's going to be a crazy match. I would think so too. And I am one, and I will be very upfront about it. I don't know much about State of Emergency, I don't know much about them. Um, you should go look them up on YouTube. Um, yes, I well, I've looked up, I've looked up some stuff over the last couple of days. I've seen a couple of their matches, and the thing you said about their moves, their move set, and things like that, very, very night, nice, like very original, some unique stuff. Um, and they have two, they're NEW champions. I forget the second federation, but they're think without champions. a cause. Yeah, they're champions in multiple federations. They're coming to make a statement, and you make a statement by coming in and challenging the grand champion of Love Pro. I mean, you're coming in and you're challenging the top, the top dog. So you know, 
So it could be a statement, or it could be. It could be. It could. One of the two. It could be. Well, we got a great question here. I know, like we said, we're getting close to the time, but um, he says, "MRB, before you head out, how was the experience facing uh, Braun Strowman on Raw and Kenta on Two Hundred Five Live?" Why does Uh, that keep on happening? I don't know what's happening here, but we're good. We're good. Pay the bill. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Well, I guess the bill must not be getting paid or something. Oh. Spencer's trying to pull the plug. See? The budget. The budget. This is why you can't <laughs> go over the budget too much. I lied to um, Spencer last week and I told him that Taryn and I had a like business training meeting. That's what the show was. Well, she is from accounting, so she was supposed anything. to tell you some fiscal responsibility. Yeah, no, apparently, you know, we didn't learn our lessons. So. Anyway, so how was Broad Strowman and Kenta? What's that like? Uh, what's that experience? How does that all go down? Um, they were both like very different experiences, but both very cool in their own right. When it came to Braun Strowman, so basically, I don't know how much you've ever like heard about WWE extra work and things like that, but you kind of get booked like as an independent wrestler, you can get booked to do extra work for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, things like that. And you're basically just going there to like try to get a look. Okay. Sort of a tryout, sort of like just get your face seen. Sometimes you get to have matches earlier in the day for the agents, which are like a tryout, which is really cool to do. Mm-hmm. But every so often, they'll need guys to do something on the show, and they'll choose whoever they need. So when it came to Braun, that day they just looked at like, the group of us and they literally went like you 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 and chose the four of us not that match with braun luckily like not that i'm saying i did a lot or that there was a lot to do but of everybody in that match only one guy got to actually get a shot in on braun and i believe i was chosen for that (laughs) because of the tj wilson connection yeah oh yeah yeah now Was that a good thing or not? I don't know, considering he threw me on the ground and bashed my face in with his forearm afterwards. Like, but it was still cool to do regardless. I just have to imagine in that moment, you're like, I if I lay this in too hard, I'm gonna because Braun is a brick house. One hundred percent. Actually, what I what I was more worried about was not hitting him hard enough. Because before we went out, he like outright said, like, you better hit me hard. It better look good. And so I was like, shit, I have to like, <laughs> actually like, swim okay. on this one. You're like, oh, but no, all right. Damn it. No. <laughs> Biggest thing about that one that was like cool, the raw one, was I was obviously very nervous because it was my first time doing anything for WWE. Yeah. So I was very nervous until we went through Gorilla to walk down the stage. And it was during commercial breaks or whatever. But they played like just this generic music for the four of us. And yeah. we walk down the stage and I'm looking at the crowd and there's probably 10,000 people there. And for whatever reason, I just had this, what's the word, cathartic moment mm-hmm. where every like nerve and everything went away. And I was like, yo, I'm just like, this is like where I'm meant to be. Yeah, this like, is, this is exactly be. where I'm meant to be at some point. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how. But this is where I'm meant to be, like, full-time with my life at some point. Mm-hmm. And it gave me, like, this whole entire – I had a lot of confidence already going into it in wrestling because I'd already been doing it for so long. But it opened up this other little key of confidence in me, too, where I was all like, okay, 
like this is actually what I meant to do. Yeah, it has to be. Unreal. So that was like cool. And then 205 Live was really cool because on that one, it was actually, I think it was a four-minute match. I was gonna, which yeah. doesn't sound like a lot of time, but compared to 90 seconds is a lot of time. Oh, yeah. And so on that one, it was actually like, oh, Hideo is letting me do some offense. Like I'm actually getting in like, you still see me do it on Love Wrestling shows every month. Mm -hmm. I hit like this kick combo almost every match I'm in. And yeah. I did that to Hideo Itami on WWE TV. And, like, yeah. you can't really ask for anything better than that. No, no. And then really. even weird other little part of it is I texted my one friend that day. And I had to just be like, yo, I'm wrestling Kenta. Kenta. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, literally. In, like, 2000, I want to say, what would it be, like, time frame of lineup about 2006 to, like, 2009? When he was like really big coming and doing Ring of Honor and stuff, and him and yeah. Marapucci were having all those matches in Noah for a period there, like Kenta was my favorite wrestler. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, I'm wrestling Kenta, I'm getting offense in, and it's for the WWE, and I'm even wearing my gear that says I'm a Western Lion at the time on awesome. WWE TV. Like, how much better can this possibly get? for oh a kid that's just here trying to get his face seen. Is there a lot of interaction before the match, like going over what you guys are going to do? Or is there a lot of just like go out there and figure it out in the ring? Or is it very heavily like these are the moves you're going to do, this is the offense you're going to get in, and then you go go from there? Depends on the situation you're in. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away. What I will say is like – Everybody close your ears to questions for me. <laughs> what I will say is like Kenta was like very very cool about it Okay. so like there was some planning that went into it and everything like you got four minutes on TV you gotta make sure yeah. you don't go over time too much or anything but he was very much like originally I think there wasn't any plans for me to get offense to be honest with you Yeah. but then he was the one that was all like oh and like broken English kind of speak because he's Japanese but he was like yeah. oh you trained by TJ, by Tyson. Oh, you know how to work. And I was all like, yeah, man, like I can do whatever you want me to do. And he's like, okay, you do anything like this, like couple moves to me. And then I just hold him my kick combo. And he's all like, okay, we do that before I kill you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> and it comes back to the whole family atmosphere, helping people out. And then eventually it pays off and yep. working with good people. And to be honest with you, that was like, I've always had like this weird mindset too in wrestling where it's like, I don't really care in the matches I have how I look as weird as that sounds. I want to just like make whoever I wrestle look the best I can. And then they're probably going to like make me look really good. And then we're just going to both look great. Right, yeah. But that was actually a moment too, where when Kenta did that for me on WWE TV and he's supposed to be like, this is supposed to be like a squash match, like a match where he just gets his character over. Mm -hmm. but he's the one that was all like, no, I'll let you get a little bit of offense in. It was a very, like, not eye-opening, because I always kind of had the idea of, like, I want to make other people look good. Yeah. But it was a very, like, um, validating moment, where I was like, oh, okay, this is the right mindset. Like, I'm going to – it's better for me if I can. If I'm in a spot here – and I wrestle someone here, 
it's better for me to pull them up to here. And by letting them do stuff and making them look good or letting them get whatever they want in on me, it's just going to help that. And yeah. by doing that, I actually end up looking better, especially if I beat them. Yeah, of course. So like, it was a very validating moment too, when I think about it that way. Oh, and I yeah. imagine too, like you said, super validating. It's Kenta. If Kenta's willing to do that, why, who am I to yes. say no to somebody? Because exactly, if the people at the top are doing it, then obviously they're doing something right. So that's exactly. really cool. Awesome. All right. Well, I think like last question for me, um, obviously on August 26th, you will be a part of LPW seven and out came the wrestlers. You will not be defending the LPW championship. You'll be in a tag team match with your family, your brother, the clandestine society, Stephen Crow against state of emergency. But what are your goals as LPW grand champion? Where do you want to take that title? Um, kind of, what do you see the future of you as LPW grand champion? As we look, no, I would never look past a match, but as we look into maybe your future defenses down the line, like just what are your personal goals about being LPW grand champion? So the funny part about LPW and what's not only funny, but like a little bit scary for me is I would have said originally my goal was to hold the title for as long as I had to, for somebody else on the roster to be ready to carry that spot. But what's scary is I think there's so many people on the roster that are already ready. Yeah. There's like from top to bottom, I'm not like, I'm not worried about what that main event scene and what that title picture is going to be like when Mm -hmm. I'm out of it. Because there's a lot of guys and girls. And just wrestlers in general, sometimes I hate using the gender terms because we're all just wrestlers that could seamlessly fit into that spot. And I could be second match on the card tomorrow and the show wouldn't change because they're just as good. So my future and my goals at this stage are to just fight and scratch and claw to hold that title for as long as I possibly can. Because I want to be the guy that's bringing LPW to the forefront. I want to be the guy that's leading the pack. I want to be the guy that's standing there with the title in my hand while my family's beside me and everybody else behind me that deserves it is there too. Mm. But when we first get that big, big, big all over the place, I want to be the guy that's doing that. So that's my goal in the immediate future. I'm going to fight and I'm going to claw. And there's so many of you. If any of you are listening, there's so many of you. I know you're coming for me, and I know you can beat me. That's the scary part. I know you can beat me, and you guys can do it. But I'm not going down without a hell of a fight because this is my salvation. I love it. The flagship champion on the flagship show telling the whole roster to be on notice. I got one more question before we get you out of here. I know we're a little over time, but I feel like this is the perfect way to end it before we let you push, uh, plug your stuff to get you out of here. So to that point, if Spencer said MRB, you can be that guy. You can hold that title for the next 10 years, but all I need you to do is eat one box of wagon wheels. I'm out. Oh, he's wow. Out. 
Daddy's out. You heard it. Oh, Take yeah. The bell. Oh, <laughs> Take the bell. Throw it out. He's done. That's some, that's some serious disdain. That's some that's serious some disdain for a for that wagon wheels. You don't get it. I, I think we do. Right, we I think we do. We, I think I'm we all get it now. Right now. But I chuck it in the trash if it was between this or wagon wheels. Oh, man, I love it. Oh my! Ladies goodness. and gentlemen, oh, Michael Richard Blaze, the LPW Grand Champion. Let them know where they can find you on social media. Uh, obviously, at the end of the month on the 26th, part of the main event of LPW 7, and out pulse. came the wrestler. Somebody about to pour some oh, yeah. out like dumped. Oh, man. No, uh, no, 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 no. Don't put that in anybody's yeah. heads. Yeah, don't don't get that idea. That's that's a whole different that's a whole different Black ball wheels on a pole. But August 26th, okay. LPW7, and out came the wrestlers, clandestine society oh, against goodness. state of emergency. Let the people know where they can find you on social medias. And let the people know what I they can expect when they tune in. Every social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you can find me at God's Gift MRB. So it's just G-O-D-S-G-I-F-T-M-R-B. And you'll find me everywhere on every platform under that. Um, and then just stick to my social medias and you'll see where I'm going to be. I've got WrestleCore, nice. their Lucha Libre Spectacular 4. Is coming up next Saturday and Sunday, I believe, August 13th and 14th. And then I'm going to be debuting for Nation Extreme Wrestling on August 20th at the Nat Bailey Stadium in Vancouver as well. And then just like you said, I'll be right here for Love Pro Wrestling. Number seven, where the Clandestine Society, we're going to put the state of emergency into their own state of emergency. Oh, love it. Love it. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Thank you again, MRB. We appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you. Anytime, my friend. You open door. Anytime you want. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being here. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. We'll see you soon, my friend. All right. right. That was Michael Richard Blaze. That rule. Love Pro Wrestling Grand Champion. That means we've had all of the Love Pro Wrestling Champions on this show because we are the flagship. If you are still in the comments, we're going to reset. We're going to play our Manscaped sponsor ad from our buddy, the Wordsmith. And then we're going to dive into what was a crazy week of pro wrestling. JPJ went to a lot of shit. He was I there. Did. I sat on my couch, but I had a hell of a time. Dustin, you were correct. That was a great, that was MRB a great, great rules. interview. That was, Good that was time. awesome. So Alex, cue up our Manscaped ad. We're going to reset. We'll be right back talking some SummerSlam, some Raw, some GCW, whatever you guys want. Put it in the comments. We'll talk about it. Well, let me tell you something, everyone. If you go over to manscaped.com, right this moment in time, right now, you, you can save 20% off of your next purchase at manscaped.com. But how am I going to save 20% I hear you ask? Well, let the wordsmith tell you, because if you enter promo code love. Wrestling. That's right. Love wrestling. You can see it down here. You can see it. Scrolling across the screen. Enter promo code Love Wrestling. And save 20% off of anything you find on that website. And also, you'll get free shipping. How crazy is that? 20% off. 
use it to buy the Nightmare 4.0. And at the end of the day, your balls are going to thank you because, like the headline says at Manscaped.com, we save balls. And it's just too sweet. And we back. That's right. You go to manscaped.com. You type in that promo code, love wrestling, as you can see, ticking below us here. And you will get 20% off plus free shipping worldwide. That was such a fun interview. He was, dude. Super that was great. Excited. That was a like, great, great interview. I kept Damn. like sitting there, just like, yeah, just just listening and listening, yeah. and then it's like, oh shit, I gotta talk and ask questions. Like, I just was yeah. very insightful. I can't wait to have him back, Carl. Uh, that should have been my bathroom break, but I was too busy sitting here, not moving. But I was, anyway, no, I was watching my, uh, I was watching my bestie, uh, the wordsmith, talk about manscape.com. But true. yeah, we we basically we had to reset, kind of get our, you know, I had Taryn actually hit us up and said that was an awesome show. She she enjoyed the interview. Thanks for the wagon wheel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he no. was like, I just he was like, oh Jesus. But so we're here, as we always do. Get your questions, your comments, your statements in the chat. We'll read them on air as long as they're you know respectful, which they always are. You guys always rule. But JPJ. You have no. told me one thing and one thing only outside of the MRB interview that you wanted to talk about this week. Yep. What did you want to talk about? I mean, I want to talk about Raw. All That's right, let's do about. it. We don't yeah. ever say that. Usually. No, 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 no. It's been, it's been a while. It's been Stained. a while. It's been a while. Thank you. That's enough. We want people to stay and watch the show plug. Not, no, not leave. Um, oh, before yeah. we do that, while you're here, if you stay tuned after the show, we almost forgot. After the show, right here on this Love Pro Wrestling channel, we are hanging out with Bobby Munson and Papa Smokes doing a little MLW draft. So if you come here for drafts, we're doing them after the show with our boys over at Major Love Wrestling. So Tune yep. into that. Anyway. Sure. F and R, guys. So, All right. So, obviously, we went to, or I went to, SummerSlam. You know, SummerSlam, we talked about. We were over on Pop Couture. If you want to give them a follow at twitch.tv slash popcouture, C-O-U-T-U-R-E. We were over there on Monday with our pal Mike Fish, and we dove into a full-on SummerSlam review. Um, we can talk about SummerSlam, whatever you guys want to talk about in the chat. Um but I wanted to to uh, specifically specifically talk about Monday Night Raw because, well, first of all, I want your opinion. I haven't asked you your opinion yet because I watched Raw. I loved Raw. I loved Raw. Was it the perfect show? Absolutely not. But again, I think. But I loved Raw. I I think like I said on the reaction show for SummerSlam that I was on, and then we saw talked on Monday before mm. Raw was when we did our SummerSlam review. Um, it is gonna take some time to fully make all of the changes that Triple H probably wants to make. There still was 
some spots that you know questionable it's a little slow or the dq finishes but you you gotta at least they were advancing storylines this time right like the dq finish in the ladies match advanced the three on three um raw was fast paced for the first time and i don't even know like i this is how i watch raw i watch it throughout the week on hulu because it's an hour and a half long mm-hmm. it's not the three hours on the hulu replay so i don't have to we i can weed through all of the the filler stuff but this raw yeah. felt like there wasn't much filler it was fast paced the first hour I had no commercials it was very promising. Like you got good wrestling matches. That triple threat, the finish with AJ Styles, Mustafa Ali catches oh him God. with the Styles Clash on the Miz. It's all, it was good stuff. We're gonna get Tommaso Ciampa pushed, which I think was expected because he's one of Triple H's favorite projects he's ever had and one of his favorite yep. wrestlers. Like it just felt like it's just this whole week has felt like, oh my gosh. What are they going to do next? Like you almost felt like if you missed Raw live, which I did, admittedly, I had. Oh, you missed out, bro. I missed live, but I went back and watched it and watched as much as I could. I might have yeah. fast forwarded through a few things here and there, but I mean, it just it was one of those. It's like, oh shit, I missed out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh crap, there was rumors swirling about maybe Sasha and Naomi show up. There's maybe Johnny Gargano's coming. It's becoming, and I don't want to say this because it's not a fair comparison. It's becoming that AEW mindset of it's like, you got to be there. Like, we, you got to see this shit because if you miss I it, I mean, that's what wrestling it. should be. That's no, and that's what it used to be. And Triple H in literally one week has not gotten all the way there yet, but he's been like, all right, let's, let's fucking do this. Like, we're not going to. Yeah. I'm going to push my people. We're going to have wrestling. We had Warren on breakfast with the beards. And he was like, it doesn't even have to be good writing just to have good wrestling. And that'll bring you in. Yep. I agree. And it was one of those things where I love, you know, when we saw it start with SummerSlam, we're at the end of the Becky Bianca match. We saw Bailey return, which I lost my voice at the right at the beginning of the show. Cause I was screaming like a child. Uh, that <laughs> oh Becky, my that God, Bailey came I back. I was so screaming excited. like a, full-grown child my wife my looked at me like i was crazy and i was like it's I, bailey it's bailey she's yep, back I, and I was my there wife was like, and what? i was screaming as loud as i possibly could to the point where my voice was already over right at the beginning uh but she didn't come alone we saw her returning dakota kai and we saw eo now eo shirai formerly known as now eo sky which you know what yeah i mean yeah. It's not the worst thing. Like, we call her. I call her EO. I don't. I, I didn't even really say Shirai. It's, she's EO. Uh, but it looks we've like seen IO. Worse. It's like yeah, IO, I know. We we've know. seen worse. I'm not. I'm not terribly worried about that. Yes. But we saw it there, and that felt like the most Triple H thing on SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Like that was like okay, this is Triple H. Yeah, doing this. Well, yeah. You then you get to Raw, and the whole first two hours of the show, the ladies dominated the two hours of the show, you know, you have the opening promo where Becky becomes, which was a great promo where she basically becomes the man again. She references the man, loved it. Nothing. Becky Lynch is just such, and don't get me wrong. She killed the, the big time Bex. Like I was skeptical. Didn't think they should have turned her heel when she came back. I just thought it was the wrong play, but she made it gold because of how good she is. Right. And she made it work. Yeah. But the man, we want to root for Becky Lynch. We don't want to boo Becky Lynch. We want the man. 
That's what we want. She's a pro. And, pro. <laughs> yep. She referenced it, and I loved Bianca coming out and acknowledging her and saying, you are the man. I also love Becky when she was like, hold it down, B. She's like, hold it down, B. I'll be back soon. Like that little subtle, you know, it's just stuff like those little things that like I feel like don't happen enough. Um, yeah. And then you saw Bailey and crew take out Becky Lynch in the back. Uh, and then Bianca was chasing them off. Then we had a match between Asuka and Alexa Bliss. That was a that was a good match. It was starting to heat up. And then you saw Bailey and the crew come out and attack them. They get chased off by Bianca. Bianca basically says, I don't give a damn which one of you fight me, but I'm whooping one of your asses tonight. So you pick. I don't give a shit. But I'm I'm effing one of you up. So pick one. And it ended up being fucking Bianca Belair versus EO. What? Okay. And they had a banger. And I... Okay. Don't sleep I, on the fact, too, that commentary actually acknowledged her as an NXT, NXT champion. They did the same shit with Ciampa. They said former NXT right? champion. Like, yes, thank you. So NXT's in canon now, so you're going to treat a former <laughs> NXT champion like that matters because it should. It should matter. Jesus. But that was that made me happy. That made me happy. And then you we got... EO had the same entrance, same music. Oh my god, I was just like, "Oh, this is incredible." We'll know if they it will know if Trips really isn't in charge if that music and entrance change. No, it's not. It's not and changing. if Bailey and D- Dakota and EO all lose the first match, literally, literally, we'll know. We'll know, the- we'll know who's really running the string, who's really pulling the strings. It was if we fun see- while oh. it lasted. But <laughs> Bianca, Bianca, and EO had an unreal match. The first triple threat that you mentioned with AJ, Mustafa Ali, and Miz, right? Was it Miz in that one too? Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Mustafa Ali looked fantastic in that match. They made him look like he mattered. And that finish with the 450 right up into the Styles Clash was incredible. The other triple threat match, while I thought the the AJ Styles one was better, but Ziggler, Chad Gable, and Ciampa – that match was really damn good too, and I Dolph Ziggler and Gable exchanging like real wrestling moves in the ring like that like all day. I could watch that shit all day. Yeah. Give it to me all day. I could watch it. It's weird then, that we're we're excited about wrestling on a wrestling. It's program. it's crazy, and then we also got you know later on in the night we ended up getting Dolph, uh, AJ Styles versus Ciampa, which was another very good match. With Ciampa winning and getting the push to the fact where he's already in the United States Championship picture next week on the main, they built to something next week that I think most of us are looking forward to. That vignette for the United States Championship made the United States Championship look more important in five minutes than it has in the last ten fucking years. Unbelievable. Oh, agreed. Well, and that's. That's been a big concern. Like, if you're not going to have Roman on the show, if you're not going to have Brock on the show, your mid-card titles need to feel like they're mm-hmm. important. And they did that. And then that's always another argument that we have with Raw or SmackDown is, oh, we'll see that again next week. No, we're building towards a new match. Now, if they run, again, I'll, I'm going to just say it to play devil's advocate. If they run Ciampa Styles back 14 times, we'll know that they haven't learned anything. But for me, personally, I think, like, 
in my mind, if I'm Triple H and I had the black and gold brand to where I had it when it was at its peak, and it was wildly considered the best show the WWE had, now that Vince is gone and you've given him the keys to the castle, so to speak, he wants to prove that I can make the shows that were drawing better already, I can I can improve them tenfold and do more than Vince ever did. Because I feel like if you're in that type of family, there's a competitiveness there that's just by design. And Triple is like, I had the better show. I didn't have the numbers, but I had the better show. If I had your budget, if I had your X, Y, and Z in his mind, and he's like, all right, well, this is mine. Watch this, my first two shows. Like I know that the Madison Square Garden show was his, but it was so quick that I don't think he could really change a lot. And like we talked about on uh, pop, the Pop Couture SummerSlam review, there was already matches booked that they really couldn't navigate out of so quick for SummerSlam. You kind of had to run that through. You yep. kind of had to let out because they shut the door on the matches that mattered. And mm-hmm. then they left open the door on the ones that needed a little bit more time, but they were, like I said, the Becky Bianca thing, let's shut the door on that. Let's move on Brock and Roman. It looks like we're going to move on. We're going to get some new stuff. So like, I'm really like pumped up right now about the yeah, WWE product. Like we're all fans. We love this business. We grew up with this shit. It's not that we want to sit here every week and shit on the product, but at the same time, we wanted it to be better. We want it to improve. We want to feel like this every week. We want to come on Thursday and go, dude. Holy we shit! We have to talk yeah, about SmackDown and Raw. We have to talk about SmackDown and Raw. Like I want, like them. yeah. And I mentioned it, you know, on the J and J Power Hour with Josh, which was released earlier today. So go follow, go, 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 give that a watch. But I mentioned it. I was like, and you just said it. Like the reason why most of us are wrestling fans is because of WWE. That was the main show. That was the main. You know, a lot of us, yeah, WCW and other things, I understand that. But, like, WWE, for a lot of people, a lot of wrestling fans, was the end-all, be-all when it came to professional wrestling. And I, as a fan, it was the federation that I watched the most. I grew up watching WWE. Yes, I watched WCW when they were at their height and stuff like that. But I was a WWE guy. That's who I was. And... It's not that I wanted to dislike WWE for the last five, six, seven years. It's the product for me as a wrestling fan, not for everybody. There are still people that liked it. How? I have no fucking idea, but they did. It's subjective, but their product itself wasn't for me the last handful of years. I didn't like the rematches and the bullshit finishes and the distractions and the roll-ups and the... All this stuff, like it was just a general lack of care from a creative standpoint. Um, <laughs> we got our buddy Wordsmith saying, Words I wanted to is- delike, dislike it way before it was cool. It but was I, I quality sports entertainment. Yeah, and I never wanted to dislike it. It just became something that I didn't like. And this past Monday, and a little bit on SummerSlam, but this past Monday... While not a perfect episode, I'm not sitting here saying it was the best Raw of all time, but it was the best Raw in a while. It was the best Raw in a while. Everything made sense. Even the false finishes, you know, the two DQs, they at least progressed storylines. I'm not a huge fan of DQs, especially at the rate we were seeing them before, but they were happening for no fucking reason. Yeah, before. DQ These two are DQs fine. are a part of wrestling. They're supposed to happen, but they're usually to further storyline. Like they're for reasons. Yeah, the like, DQs that we had been watching for the last decade didn't have reasons. They were just there because it was like, ah, oh, who gives a shit? 
have a have a double count out. Have a DQ. Know, and, I know, shit. and I know people. These people do. won't remember two weeks from now. Yes, we fucking will. Been watching shit for thirty years. Won't like it, but the the D the it wasn't a DQ finish, but the distraction with the Daniel Bryan Daniel Gar, uh, the Garcia match from AEW yeah. when he pulled the foot that furthered the story, and it was like, oh, Garcia got him, but you know that was that little thing. So we want to see it again. WWE, it's like you could watch Raw and have six matches on the card and four of them end in a no finish, and you're like, what the we'll fuck? just run it back next week, we'll run it back at the pay-per-view, and then we'll run it back the week after the pay-per-view, and it just got... But this did not feel that way. Yeah, the DQ finished, but that DQ finished, and I'll harp that, it, it advanced the story. It's like, okay, now we've got Asuka, Alexa, Bianca, Dakota, Bailey, Io... They're going to face off. Maybe they get a fourth. Maybe they don't. It looks like there's some bad blood there. Man, like that's exciting. Now that's what you want yeah. to see. And you now, have fresh matchups do, from that. Yeah, fresh matchups from all of we it. Saw, we saw Bianca and Io. You're telling me, and you, they, I thought it was very telling that during that brawl, which the crowd, that the crowd was hot as fuck for that brawl. Like they were like unglued. You know who never touched in that brawl? Io and Asuka. That was done on purpose. Because that is a match in Triple H's back pocket that is going to be insane when he lets them do that. He just, on a whim, decides on a Raw to have that match. Everybody's going to show up. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, holy shit. And I know there's a lot. When they showed the graphic for Bianca in EO Sky, our friend of the show, Ella J, went on Twitter. And she literally put a picture of it. And she was like, is this real? And I was like, yes, it's literally happening next. And she was like, that is incredible. And I'm and like, know, yeah, it is. You're right. And I know that there's that section of we've been conditioned to like save it for the pay-per-view, save it for the pay-per-view. I think right now the WWE needs to earn back some good faith and goodwill yeah. and put some of these matches on Raw. Say, you know what, tonight on SmackDown, EO, Asuka, main event, the match you've been waiting for, and let it have a definitive finish. Like, because you guys get, you're going to get the pay-per-view number. You're WWE, you're making that money. That money's in the bank from Peacock. You're set. Mm-hmm. Your problem is that nobody shows up on Mondays and Fridays because the show has been terrible. Give us these matches. Get us back into the mix. It's going to take some time. But you guys, they can afford to blow, you know, the old WCW thing where it's like Goldberg yeah. Hogan should have never been on a Nitro. It should have been on a pay-per-view. No, the WWE's got enough capital that they can burn those type matches on yep. their shows to make us go, I can't miss that. I'm going to stay up till 11 o'clock. Because I can yeah. tell you, I got to be honest, sometimes it's like, I don't want to stay up till 11 o'clock to watch The Miz and Logan Paul talk about their balls for 45 minutes when I could just do that the next day and not miss anything. But now if you're telling me this main event is going to be massive, like, oh shit, okay, it's got it's going to be worth staying up. Yeah, I'm excited. 100%. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. One of the matches that I that I forgot to mention. Words, well, you, if you were here, if you yeah. were here like ten minutes ago, we played a, a your ad. Your beautiful face talked about balls and saving them shits. That is true. Uh, one of the matches that I forgot happened on Raw, which which was awesome, was Seth Rollins and Montez Ford. Yeah, that happened okay. on Raw. Fresh matchup. Something That's we how crazy seen. Raw has been. That we're like, yeah, that I oh, forgot yeah. that Montez oh, Ford had a banger with Seth Rollins, like. The, even the even the universal the undisputed tag team match was good, and I loved the story that they told. Where judgment, you know, it was the Usos and the Mysterios, 
And then Judgment Day shows up. Edge came back earlier in the night to Metalingus. Again, dope. Are we just supposed to forget, though, the last two months? That, and I, he, he, he acknowledged it, which was at least funny. He was like, hey, sorry, guys. I've been an asshole for the last two months. But like all the, it, before he even said that, that music came on and the crowd was like, yeah, whatever. We're cheering. When they, as I was on my couch being like, yeah. But it was one of those things where it's like, are we just supposed to forget the vile shit that he said about all of us for the last two months? Yeah. Like, yeah, he admitted he was a dick. Cool. But he said some nasty shit. He but said some nasty shit. Forget that, like, but you hear on this dirt, and we're all like, yeah, yeah no worries, yeah. man. We're good. Yeah. Like, cool. We don't care that your runs at your initial turn has been dog shit. Like, yeah, whatever. Oh, whatever. oh you, you called us all fucking fat marks and things yeah, like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, cool, man. Metalingus? Well, you're, dude. Yeah, let's I, go. Get, I get it. You're trying to get in with the cool kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Whatever, man. Uh, but Edge came back and he said that he is going to kill what he created, as in he's going to take out Judgment Day. All right. Uh, and then we had the Undisputed Tag Team Championship in the main event, which I thought was a good match. The Usos and the Mysterios. The Usos obviously won. But then Judgment Day came out and attacked, and Rhea Ripley destroyed Dominic, which is <laughs> Again. becoming one of my favorite things on the social medias, is just Rhea <laughs> like Rhea's leaning in so much, too. Like There's this notion that... There's a lot of there's a lot of people that are uh, simp's from one Miss Rhea Ripley, and she knows that, and she leans in on it, and you know she had she had Dominic in the head scissors in the uh, in the corner, which led to a fantastic picture on the social medias, and uh, Just that everyone was like, oh poor Dom keeps on getting his ass kicked by Rhea Ripley, blah blah blah, and then Rhea retweets it. Rhea retweets it and she just goes, Dom out here living all your dreams. And I was looking at the picture. I'm like, yeah, why exactly are we feeling bad for Dominic Mysterio? Like I would. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But uh, it's unbelievable. And just one. And again, that wasn't a perfect episode of Raw. It wasn't perfect. But compared to what we've seen, like it made sense. Like that should be the tent pole for what a normal episode of raw should be just good matches everything made sense stories were progressed nothing was fucking stupid or like and that doesn't mean you can't have funny things me saying stupid and funny those are two different things is that is the kool-aid man you saying that he's the number one sip for Rhea there is that what maybe yeah maybe maybe. I mean, but no, you should your your flagship program i know we throw that word out here a lot should want yeah. you leaving more or want Correct. you talking about you you need to do that it's just that's yeah. how it should be they got into this washroom oh, hey, he's thing. one of them yeah i mean who isn't really oh. who is i mean i mean who Rhea, isn't? can you who isn't i do but, i will say this i do love that they are giving her the opportunity to be physical in this because 100%. that was the old school way would have been she kind of just stood there maybe got a cheap shot in here and there yeah, no and they're letting just, her beat the shit out they're of letting her like and she looks the part she looks like she could i'm i am interested to see if they'll ever get there where they have like a Rhea challenges dom thing and maybe you get something i know the, well, i think I think what what I think I think what we're gonna get is you think they do a three on three match at the castle where it's Judgment Day versus Edge, Ray, and Dom, and they just let Rhea be a part of it. I I think that's the way you should go. I want to see it. I would. I feel like that's the way you should go because I think that it. You know, 
it would they be even, special. They even let you. They even let you like with the small detail of Edge going for the spear, and Rhea kind of nudges Dom in the way, and he ends up spearing Dom. Like that adds intrigue. That adds kind of like a oh, I wonder if we'll revisit that because that could lead into Dom eventually turning and joining the Judgment Day. Maybe the Rhea stuff plus Edge attack. Like, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, it left you with questions where you want to tune in next week and be like, oh, I wonder if Dom will say something to Edge or Ray will say something to Edge about Spear and Dom. Or I wonder, you know, whatever. Like, and we have a United States Heavyweight Championship to look forward to with one of Triple H's guys, Ciampa, getting an immediate push. And one thing I did want to mention, you know where Raw is next week? Do you know where Raw is next week? Do you know where Raw is next Ward week? Smith, do you know where Raw is next week? We had I to will call be honest. phone a friend, phone a friend. Phone a f- uh, it's in, uh, Big Daddy it's, Magic didn't tell me where Raw was next Raw week. Raw is in Cleveland, Ohio next week. Well, who the now, fuck cares about Cleveland? Guys, well... I agree. The wordsmith, the wordsmith just showed up. Yes, I agree. But do you know who's from Cleveland? I, I, I lost my hair. Currently a lost free agent. I know, right? You lost the hair. One Jonathan, that would be Jonathan Lorraine Gargano. Gargano. I don't know his middle name. So how crazy would it be? a free agent, isn't it? He is. <laughs> Different <laughs> circumstances. How, how crazy would it be if Ciampa loses or wins the United States Championship what if he wins the United States Championship from Bobby Lashley? What if that happens? And then all of a sudden we hear Johnny Gargano's music as a return to Raw to be Tommaso Ciampa's first challenger as the United States Champion. And and Johnny just comes back and goes, hey, bud, you remember me? And then they can create video pack because they mentioned that Ciampa and EO were both former NXT champions. So that means that NXT is in canon now. It is it is gonna it be exists. mentioned it and exists. referenced. Is this the Disney universe of Star Wars? Uh, it, it's in canon, guys. It is, it it's is in canon. It is. And if you could make a if you made a video package of like for people that don't maybe know that feud or whatever, if that's something you want to do, it immediately makes Gargano important on the main roster. You can include your old NXT footage of their backstory, which is the greatest story that NXT ever told. Can confirm. Can confirm. I mean, but can yeah, we just talk about WWE just leaning on NXT? Talent. Oh my god! Yeah, it's yeah, like the guy so, who ran it, like and, got, and it get, Yeah, and watched it get dismantled by the old guy who's I no longer in charge. He's like, "All right, Dad, sit back and watch. I'm going to make this shit work up here." He did well, say, you know, what a balls have this show that's going on at the same time. If uh, and we if, could just whoop. whoop. If Triple Look. H went under the went out from and signed Gresham. It's like a, we know what you just did. F you now. It's like it's on. Like that yeah. would be dope. I'd be yeah. down. I don't know. My camera here. Oh god, worse like moving. crap. <laughs> uh, how are you, friend? You just I am popping in and out. And just just popping in. Just popping know, in. I got the, the wedding bells are soon. Absolutely ringing at Castle Wordsmith, and it's. Uh, she won't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Uh, I actually caught up on 
some of the graps this week and realized right. that maybe I'm not the worst person on the planet anymore, according to some reports. And I don't think you are. I don't think you guys are, spoke but, about it. So uh, uh, I don't think you are, my friend. There were plenty I, of reports about over referencing the seven thousand year old man that is. Yeah, a, the, the the now the, now yeah, I don't want to even mention week. his name on here. He's a piece of crap. But who were we talking about? Who retired? It's 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 an oh. open-ended question. Speaking yeah. of questions, turnbuckle talker boy Carl says he thinks he remembers hearing JPJ say he was at GCW. I, I was at the GCW. Did GCW show in feel different from a WWE oh, show? Oh, one hundred percent. I was no, in the third row. MPG I got Legion. sprayed. I got sprayed with light tubes oh, during fun. one of the matches. Uh, so that was that was fun. That really was felt cool. in it. I was with someone that was their first ever wrestling show. Was that GCW show? And I warned her. I said, "Hey, just so you know." Dive so right her, her, and I, we went to GCW on Friday night. We went to SummerSlam on Saturday night, and for some fucking reason, we went to Ric Flair's last match on Sunday night. So we <laughs> saw a wrestling gamut of because that card ruled, except for the, the card. I went for the card. I didn't go for Rick. I went for the card because the card. I've seen pictures amazing. of that last match. Oh, it's not just good. Like... Not good. I was uncomfortable from the opening bell. I was uncomfortable in the way he was just walking down to the ring. But I was uncom- I was uncomfortable, if we're being honest, when they fucking announced it. Yeah. Uh, but more. the card itself was amazing, and I was like, you know what? I got to see some of these matches. Um, the GCW show was fun as hell. She said it was her favorite show of the weekend that we went to was the GCW show. Um, Concerning, but okay. No, that made me appreciate her more. <laughs> <It's> but uh, <laughs> also very concerning. Yeah, I was like, I really have now? a psychiatrist number if you. Yeah, I was like, really now? That was your favorite, huh? She mm-hmm. was like, yeah. I was like, awesome. So we we'll uh, next weekend. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. They don't come. <laughs> they don't come to Massachusetts ever. I don't know why. Um, but anyway. Um, the GCW experience was really good. The main event was John Moxley defending the championship against Blake Christian. That match ruled. Blake, Blake Christian, Christian was bleeding all over the place. Um, the Blake Joey Christian Janela. FU tour has been yeah, chef's kiss. Yeah. Uh, Joey Janela had a very violent match with uh, Psycho Clown, which Joey Janela was busted open. They they got thrown through a pile of chairs that like two feet from where we were sitting. It was, it was violent. Uh, we had a triple threat tag match. Did you uh, give him our business card while we were sitting yeah, there? Yeah, like, I'm hey, sure. Joey, I'm, I know you're yeah. busy, but I'm Thursday. not a fool, man. I'm Thursday. not a fool. I, I've never heard of a Psycho Clown match being violent. No, ever once. Uh, he's such a he's such a normal. <laughs> I know. He's usually just like outstanding, right? Catches catch can like he's just a different guy. There's Luthes, <laughs> and then there's Psycho Clown. <laughs> And, and, and somewhere Harley Race else. is in there learning because, yeah. well, Psycho Clown is somehow yeah. better than Harley Race. Yeah. Study um, the tape, kids. Study yeah. the tape. It, it was just good. It was a good – Nick Wayne was on that show. That was the first time I got to see Nick Wayne. He's like a wrestling prodigy. He's like 17 years old or some shit like that. Marco uh, Stunt Mini. Yeah. Marco Stunt, probably. speaking of. So they had a scramble Marco match to start the No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. They had a scramble match. Okay. Stop this. They had a scramble match to start the show. It was a six-man scramble. The fourth person that gets gets announced, all of a sudden you hear the Big Show's music. Now, we're in Nashville. Big Show's at start. Like, this this is the center of the wrestling universe for the last weekend. We have legends there, AEW people there, WWE people there. Everyone's in Nashville for StarCast, Flair's last match, SummerSlam, all this stuff. You hear the Big Show's music. 
And everybody that is at that event is like, holy shit, tell me the big show is going to come out here and be in this fucking scramble. Now, that's because that's a legitimate thought. And it <laughs> well, was Marco, yeah, it was a normal person thought. Yeah. It was Marco Stunt wearing a giant type one strap, all black singlet. And he came out and he did the big show, you know, the entrance, the he was doing this the whole time. Yeah. And it was it was truly magical. It was truly magical. It would be I'd, like to, I'd like a follow-up to that comment because I didn't entirely catch it, but I think I got the gist of it, and I don't think it's appropriate for cable probably, TV. Probably, so. not. It's probably not. It's probably not. I was just going to say it'd be a power move on Christian's part if he brought in Marco's stunt. It made if Christian bad. did? Oh, because he's messing with... Oh, yeah. He yeah. had Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus went back there to There you go. Pop Couture says, not even for TV 14. <laughs> like, it's not even for TV 14. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Pop culture. Okay, you popped me. Now, go. <laughs> now, if we could just get me cultured. I don't... <laughs> You're going to get you married first there, my friend. I know. When's, the, when, when's it coming up? Oh, I'm not going to kiss and tell. Uh, but it is coming up at the end of this month. Uh, All right. And then the... Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a witty word. My God, the wordsmith is off his game this evening. Uh, the post-ceremonial things will be taking place in California. Oh, yeah, coming yeah. down to the Peace state. out, Carl. We'll see you Carl, later. Carl, uh, if you are going to be tuning into Major Love Wrestling, you will see Plugo and myself. As soon right as after we get here, off the air here shortly, we are, are, are going to be them. on MLW Major Love Wrestling tonight. It's a crossover tonight, boys, baby. Crossover. Yes, we are probably going to get out of here with uh, probably around 145, a little earlier than usual, so we can prepare for our draft on MLW Major Love Wrestling. Major. Oh yeah. Wrestling. oh yeah but I, I i've already been informed for that draft that i can't take alex king with all the picks no we can't have, we, we can't take people that are already I in know, mlw or a contract that's all i else. need alex kane times five those are the rules win it all those are the rules the anybody taking la park because if you don't i'm gonna be offended Oh boy, but no, I, I, and that was it. I really, I, we had the whole first hour of the show. We had MRB on here. That was one of the one of the, the best one, interviews the I've ever been a part of. He Michael ruled. Richard uh, the LPW Grand Champion. And then I, before we got out of here, because I knew we would give you getting off a little bit earlier because of the MLW crossover, I wanted to talk about Raw because Raw was fucking good, and Raw hasn't been good in a long time, and it was know, yeah. good. And I know the wordsmith is up on the sports in it. Yeah, he said he watched some graphs. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I'm up on it. And we I know you're not it. exactly the biggest WWE guy in the world, but did you have intrigue based on all of the SummerSlam talk and all of the... Did you have intrigue on Vince being Were you gone? like, all right, did now that give I you the intrigue? I, I have a like, little bit of intrigue on, uh, on that guy being gone. Uh, so it's interesting. I will keep my ear to the ground about it, to yeah. be honest. But will I tune in and watch a full three hours of Raw? I mean, it's still a lot. Three hours is still a lot. It's that three hours. It's three yeah. hours. It when is. There's people that I really like on another show. That's two hours. The, oh, The Bachelor. Yeah. 
Bachelor, Bachelorette. Also, uh, Snowflake Mountain on Netflix. If you have not seen it, train wreck and it's glorious. <laughs> train wreck. Train wreck uh, and it's glorious. So, anyway. we're not going to see a three hour ceremony for the wordsmith. It's going to be like, let's just get to the good stuff. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. Get to, can we yeah, get I mean, to the, whatever it, pop listen, song that is? Can listen, we get to the good part? Listen. Yes. Awesome. Unless you are, you know, it, if you're having a, a a wedding ceremony that's taking place in a place of worship, it those is. usually last Can't a little bit longer. Nope, no, it doesn't. Oh wait, are you are you are you having equipment inside a place of worship? Are you oh, the yeah. are you the Aaliyah of wedding ceremonies? Oh, I love it. Usually, most <laughs> weddings that I've been to that have taken place inside a church or a place of worship inside the are, squared circle are longer. Yeah, the ones that I've had like whole outdoors segments. or all stuff like that, 10 minutes, 15 yep. minutes. Just you love you love this person, you love this person, you good? All right, let's go, let's go party. It's, it's the space ball it wedding. It's yeah, the, it's the ending exactly. of space. Do you exactly do you good? You're married, kiss yeah, exactly. Now go. That's <laughs> kind of what we want. If you're inside a church or a place of worship, you know, you're having a mass of sorts, or there's a lot, there's a longer yeah. ceremony well, of, of I mean of, of sorts. It, if I could vamp for a moment, I, I understand oh. you gentlemen on our on our a bit of a time crunch as a no, were. you can vamp. We got we got a few whatever minutes. you want. We're the flagship, it, bro. Oh, flagship! That got me in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I think I flew the flag a little bit too hard, <laughs> and I broke the pole. But Plugo has fixed it. That's why we're best friends because he fixes <laughs> things that I wreck. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, I oh god, you're gonna lose viewers. It's fine. That's <laughs> what I do. I tank ratings. Uh, the I was born and raised Catholic. Me too. Catholic. I know it's questionable right now, especially with what's happening in Canada. Don't come at me in the comments. I don't condone any of it. I don't care. It's fine. Uh, plug out seems confused. Talk to me after. I'll explain. It's kind of awful. And why? Um, but nothing un-Catholic, though. Let's be honest. Nothing. Yeah unmistakably catholic yeah uh questionable things so yeah they basically said no to us because i'm catholic madam m is not they said no oh yeah because she needs to be confirmed yeah, you, you, or you yeah, gotta everybody has to be in everybody's to, gotta be something yeah listen yeah. pal you need to be in or you're out and i'm like yeah. but i did all the work i did the homework and they were like no they're like she they're, didn't she didn't do the work yeah <laughs> She's of another denomination that pretty much worships the same thing, but I don't want to get you guys in trouble, so I won't go there. We got rejected by two places, and then this lovely, uh, lovely place near our, near our lovely castle that uh, the groundskeeping is falling behind. But anyway, uh, we found a place. It's really nice. Turn of the century. It's built in like 1892, I think. Wow. Gorgeous place. They said yes. We were like, cool, perfect, booked it. And it's happening. Locked it in. It's gotta be All crazy. I want is a video of you saying your vows because a man dubbed the wordsmith. Those have to be some fire vows. Oh, I'm not writing my vows. What? You're going very cash. We're going, yeah, because Plugo, let me explain something that I'm you probably are. I'm a five star are... chef, but you know what? I'm just going to eat. Let me tell you something about five star chefs. Don't chef, you okay? You saw my bolognese the other day, okay? I sent Plugo a video. This is behind the scenes, folks. How come I don't get a video of bolognese? Because it wouldn't work on my phone. I'm sorry. It didn't work. It didn't send. I'll send you the video. I, I'm Italian. I love you know bolognese. That? It's fucking bolognese. I made bolognese. it. Son, and son I, of a bitch. 
You don't actually what? see it. That's going to be the new segment of the week. The wordsmith sports entertainment in like the wild. Like I'm getting <laughs> get oh some gasoline, you know, <laughs> unleaded fuel. If you know what, if one here's the thing. I don't know how many people are watching this. Probably not that many. But if one or two, if two people right now say yes, we want that, I will do something, sports and it'll be fun. I will do sports <laughs> entertainment in the wild. No longer in Castle Wordsmith, <laughs> but I'll do it safely because you know there's that whole thing that certain people. Oh, don't we got know. one yes. Oh fuck, we got it's, one yes. Fuck, oh, that's you. It doesn't count. <laughs> what? what? No. So if you're in the chat right if, now, just if, saying yep, yes, say yes. Also, JPJ, that's you. That doesn't. <laughs> no, that's count. not me. Uh, oh, 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 god, oh, boy, no. you're in trouble. We need one more no. yes, son of a oh, bitch. No. One of you people. One. One more person say yes. Gotta see your tax. Nobody's saying yes. Are you kidding me, people? No, come you on. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was I've just been betrayed by a Canadian fan. <laughs> <laughs> I Man, feel fucking jack. betrayed. It was the taste of betrayal. It's, you know what? You, you want a taste? <laughs> You're gonna get a taste of sports entertainment. Okay. I'm gonna come back. You won't know when. You won't fucking know when. Weekly, but I'm not telling you when. Every week. Well, every uh, if the missus allowed me to, I I will do it. I will do it on my honeymoon. It will be horrible. I will probably be intoxicated while I do that, but it's fine. I feel like I've just been stabbed in the face by one of my fellow countrymen. Hab guy under hab underscore guy. You want a taste? Let's get a taste. You want a taste? You want a taste? Want a taste of the honeymoon sports? You have to wait. Oh, Oh, we got another one. We got another yes. Waffle Uh, box. So much to unpack there. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, have guy, you just oh, we, we got some love son of a wrestling. bitch. <laughs> it's That's over, not man. Spencer, is it? Oh really yeah, we got it. multiple yeses oh, from Jesus Spencer Christ. or someone. <laughs> someone who running the love wrestling accounts. Like, yep, oh. happening tonight. All right. All right. Well, now oh. see, it's almost like a money in the bank briefcase. We don't know when. Oh. But he's gonna show right. up and he's gonna sports do something entertainment crazy. is like this, it functions like this. This is how it works. You don't know when it's gonna happen, but it's gonna be fucking quality <laughs> sports and it actually it's gonna be entertainment because I you know I'm not so athletic. <laughs> not working out uh, to get that, that wedding bod. You should have <laughs> seen us an hour ago. We were the most oh professional people. Oh my god. World. Yeah, we had one of the best interviews. I would say one of the best interviews on this love wrestling platform. Throwing That's all what I was. of that out. I felt this, real good about that interview. This is what I do. I come in, I wreck the quality of the show. <laughs> Waffle boxes. <laughs> It's good. It might be quality fucking. Can can somebody screenshot that? Go pick that back up. Let me let me let me quote Conan. Let me speak on this for a second. I this is my Thursday evening. Oh, ladies, gentlemen, and lizards alike. We have to get out of here. Waffle box pod. It's quality fucking is all I heard. This is all I need to say. That's it. I've ruined the show. It's yeah. fine. This show, uh, if you think that really fucking you are, you are mistaken. <laughs> I am crying laughing. If I you want to keep the fuck going, okay. This right is, after ooh. we get off the air here, we're ooh. going to hop on with Bobby and Papa Smokes. And this, yeah. this, this is how you do that. 
This this is how you. They actually... run a very professional show yes. over there. And yes, be they, like, do. they are not us. Up? They are not us. Nope, 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 nope. All nope. right, but you know what? The quality fucking will continue because <laughs> my best friend and JPJ, both powerful, attractive athletes, I'm sure, yeah, true. are going to be on major love wrestling right after this. We damn right I fucked this show quality. No, you did not. That's a lot. I did. That's you're a lot. still feeling good. We're going to close it out. Do our plugs. Wordsmith plug his stuff. We're going to plug our stuff. We're not going to like bring them in because it's their show. So we're going to leave this. But if you stay here, we're going to hop right back into their show and get started. I can guarantee you I'm not going to show up on that. Because I'm not allowed fucking that show. I respect that show <laughs> that, too much. That's a, different, that's a different show. This show is a free show. Saying, I don't respect these guys at all. No, I just I just respect that you guys uh, respect the quality of the fucking going <laughs> Waffle, Waffle Box is on a run here. He's on a run. He's on a, he's on a run. Oh. Well, yeah. It's Thursday night. Uh, it's Thursday night. All right. No. We got to plug our stuff. We Somebody, got some big things coming up yeah. soon. We got on Love Pro Wrestling coming up soon. Like, oh my gosh! It's time <laughs> Which Alex? This means that you got to. Ba- I know he's awake now because he's got the uh, HR department on the phone. Yeah, probably <laughs> uh, Spencer. Uh, to answer your question, I'm not going to go into figures, but we had MRB on for the whole yeah. first hour. Yeah, he went over the the allotted time that you gave the us. The whole first hour. And we talked about wagon wheels and we chicken did. wings and swimming. And we forgot to mention anything Love Pro Wrestling. Really. Yeah, I'm we kidding. didn't even talk about the event. We, we talked about it. But it we had him on the whole. Speaking of events, and Spencer's here. So since Spencer's here and he's now monitoring us because somebody told him we're messing up. Alex, run one of the clips so we can plug the cool stuff we've got coming up here at Love Wrestling. Run it. Which one is he running? Yes, yeah, Trevor yeah, Murdoch. Murdoch, the, the NWA, NWA World's Heavyweight NWA. Champion next Wednesday for a special Wednesday night edition of Power Out for an audience Q&A. That is the NWA World's. That is the World's Champion right that there, Trevor Murdoch. You want to be that in is that incredible. Q&A, you want to ask the NWA World Champion, you need to get at patreon.com slash ca. Get signed up. That'll come on right after AES, which JPJ and I with Astra do every Wednesday night. It's going to be a big Wednesday night. And then there's some other stuff coming up. There we have big things. We oh. have Spencer Love, the boss himself on Patreon with a interview with Taya Valkyrie. Again, that's awesome. if you want to see, that's it, right? <laughs> exactly, Wordsmith. If you want to see all that stuff, you need to go. To patreon.com slash love wrestling ca you need to become a member not only will you see great content like that you can watch the lpw show you can get exclusive discounted tickets on lpw wrestling shows if you are from or around the edmonton area or if you do want to travel if you want to go up there for an event and make it a travel i know plugo and i at some point want to fly up there for a weekend yeah. and do this shit yeah. You and can we'll get just discounted this. tickets. We're not going to spoil it, but our our faces are going to be on that Patreon soon. 100%. 100%. We're going to be on there soon. We as soon as like working. soon. Yes. Soon All right, soon. Wordsmith. We got to get out of here because we got to prepare for this draft. <laughs> We're holding up the other show. We are. We literally are. That's what I do. Uh, let sorry. the people know where they can find you. Then Plugo and I will plug our, our stuff, and then we'll get out of here. And then you hang on probably 10 minutes from now, right around – 
10-ish or shortly after, you'll see Plug on Eyes Ugly Mugs joined by two handsome fellas and Papa Smokes and Bobby, and we'll do an M- MLW draft it's gonna be sick ladies gentlemen listeners like you can follow me on twitter that's the only thing that i have now because i gave up on social media at castle wordsmith that is at castle wordsmith uh what do i have going on well let me tell you i've got a new album coming out in september probably the end of september but uh yeah it's gonna be more of a uh Spoken word shock, I know. Slash, imagine if Hunter S. Thompson just did less drugs, okay, and had a bass guitar. Okay, if that right. doesn't interest you. I don't blame you, but follow me on uh at Castle Wordsmith on it's Twitter. It's gonna be awesome. It, it wow. is. Plugo may have heard a little, little teaser of the album, and it's pretty darn good if I say so myself. It's gonna be great. Well, there you go. You just gotta follow. You just gotta follow from Pop Couture. Followed. Oh, we we are we are good, my friend. We are good. All right, Plugo, plug your shit. All plug right, I am Plugo. So we can get out of here because we gotta get out of here. Social medias. I am Plugo. Just look it up. You'll see his beautiful face. That's the quickest <laughs> way I could think about it. I'll plug the show page too at B Two Beards across all social medias as well. Stay up to date. We got a lot of cool stuff going on. Maybe some fun interactive things with some fans. You'll just stay tuned. We got a lot on our plate, but everything will be there. Social medias. I'm gonna say it before JPJ just, but again, thank you to MRB. Thank you to the wordsmith for coming out. Now, JPJ, you plug your shit, and then we're gonna head over to Major Love Wrestling. So keep it here on this channel. Yeah, you can find me on the Twitter machine right here at Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. Um, you can find me over on the Twitch and on Facebook at JPJ Loves Gaming. I stream some MLB The Show on there. Uh, but yeah, so go give us go give me a follow over there. We'll be streaming some more games coming soon. Yeah, Just Pop right Couture. now, it's MLB The Show season. Uh, Pop Couture, who is in the chat tonight. Me and Plugo, we had our debut show on Monday with our buddy Mike Fish, uh, where we reviewed SummerSlam, and we talked about our excitement for Raw. We're going to be over there most Mondays and maybe doing some other things over there, so go give them a follow at Pop Couture. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Pop Couture. I believe it's Pop Couture on the Twitter machine. Um, yeah, that's all our stuff. Me and Plugo got some more big stuff coming soon. You'll hear about in the next, hopefully, coming weeks or a month as well. Real big stuff happening. But, yeah, we appreciate all the love and the support. Big we want to thank shit. We got big boy shit. You want to make, as uh, Daddy Magic says, you want to make big boy money, you got to do big boy big shit. Big boy shit. <laughs> Pop Couture TV on Twitter. So go give him a follow on Pop Couture TV on Twitter. You'll see Plugo and my face over there a lot, as well as along with our friend Mike Fish and a bunch of other great contributors will be having daily almost daily shows over there as well so yeah thank you all for being here special thanks to the lpw grand champion michael richard blaze joined us for the whole first hour that was a great interview if you missed it go back and watch the replay it is well worth your time we talked about a lot of stuff not just wrestling but he had great insight talked about training with tj wilson uh it was really he wrestled Braun Strowman and kenta He's he wrestled. He, re- he stood up to Ryback, and he survived that match. Yeah, he stood up to Ryback because he, he hates wagon wheels. He's a and he, drum guy. Yeah, like it was a great interview. We talked about a lot of stuff, so go give him some love as well. But stay tuned here. We'll be back. You'll see our faces in just a few minutes. Wordsmith 
as always, we love you, buddy. Thanks. You are welcome anytime, my friend. Um, but until next Thursday at 8 o'clock, peace out. It's quality fucking. Garbage. <laughs> it's quality fucking. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.